Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello. And welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. We have spoken about Pfizer as an investment for some time, both before and during the pandemic. Throughout that time, I saw Pfizer as a good investment. The questions are, at this point, does Pfizer remain a good investment? Should it be bought, sold, or held? We will now provide an update. Before we answer those questions, however, let's review who Pfizer is. It is one of the world's largest pharmaceutical companies, and its annual sales last year were nearly $50 billion, excluding COVID-19 vaccine sales. For years, it sold a variety of healthcare products. Currently, prescription drugs and vaccines account for the majority of its sales. Its top sellers are the pneumococcal vaccine Prevnar 13, you may have heard of it, the cancer drug Ibrantz, cardiovascular treatment Eliquis, and immunology drug Zelgen. It sells these products throughout the world, and international sales represent close to 50% of its total sales. And within the international sales, emerging markets are a major contributor. Let's emphasize that Pfizer was a leading vaccine manufacturer before the pandemic, so it was well positioned to lead the attack on COVID. We should also note that Pfizer is working on other new vaccines, including one to prevent cancer. We should be rooting for Pfizer's success in that endeavor. October has been a significant month for Pfizer. The Food and Drug Administration authorized its updated COVID shot, and it completed two well-publicized transactions. It acquired a producer of a sickle cell drug, Global Blood Therapeutics, also known as GBT, and the migraine assets of Biohaven Pharmaceutical. The global blood transaction became more significant after GBT announced that its sales of its top drug, Oxbrita increased by 50% as compared to its prior year. Pfizer anticipates that GBT's pipeline of drugs will add $3 billion to Pfizer's global sales. Pfizer already has a rare disease division, but it represents only 3% of its revenue. The GBT acquisition will add to that business. While those transactions were being worked out, Pfizer and its vaccine partner won authorizations for their Omicron-blocking COVID boosters. In the U.S., the updated booster is now available to children as young as five. Pfizer recently invested $25 million in Acaro Therapeutics. Acaro is studying treatments for non-alcoholic cetohepatitis, which is a form 
of a fatty liver disease. Also, Pfizer teamed up with Ryvant Sciences to launch Provant Therapeutics, another company which is working on autoimmune treatments. Pfizer's second quarter adjusted earnings jumped to $2.03 per share, which is a 92% increase, and it far exceeded forecast. Sales grew 47% to $27.74 billion and beat expectations. But that was largely due to the COVID shock and COVID antiviral pill Paxlovid, which generated more than $8 billion in second quarter sales alone. Excluding those uh, products, Pfizer's total revenue inched up just 1% operationally. Sales of pneumonia vaccine Prevnar climbed 15% to $1.43 billion. Blood thinner Eliquis generated $1.75 billion in sales, rising 18%. On the downside, revenue from Pfizer's biggest cancer treatment, Ibrantz, declined 6% to $1.32 billion. Sales of Zelgen tumbled 27% to $430 million, hurt by the addition of a warning label to its drug and other rival drugs. The warning says drugs in this class used for arthritis and ulcerative colitis can lead to cancer, blood clots, heart-related events, and even death. Warning labels are required and can often scare people away, even though sometimes the odds of negative consequences from the drugs can be quite small. But the bottom line is warnings are required and they can negatively impact sales. Pfizer is the only company that has both a COVID vaccine and treatment. The FDA advisors said the benefits of Pfizer's vaccines outweigh the risks for children under five, but they noted some issues. Two doses of vaccine led to little benefit, meaning parents will have to follow through with all three shots to reach maximum protection. The company said three doses of its COVID vaccine proved 73.2% effective in children aged six months to under four years old. Each dose is one-tenth of the size given to adults. The majority of cases among vaccine recipients were caused by the BA2 subvariant of Omicron. We have discussed a great deal of background, and there's good news and some not so good news for Pfizer. It's now time to get back to the original questions. Is Pfizer a buy, hold, or sell? Remember, stock prices rise when investors expect earnings to rise. And remember also that big institutional investors, such as pension funds, investment bankers, mutual funds, and others, account for up to 70% of all market trades. They drive market stock prices both up and down. The institutions usually look for stocks with accelerating earnings and sales growth. That leads us to FactSet, a highly regarded research and analyst firm that surveyed Pfizer analysts and found they expect Pfizer's 2022 earnings of $6.43 per share 
and they expect sales to increase to $99.95 billion. This is a positive sign. So my first answer is what I see as easiest. Current owners of Pfizer stock should, in my opinion, hold it. Don't sell if your goal is long-term growth in stock price and dividends. Pfizer has an excellent dividend history, including consistently raising its dividends during the past 15 years. And this is despite making numerous acquisitions to increase its pipeline of new products and conducting substantial new research. Based on its excellent cash flow, its expected future cash flow, profits and dividends should grow. Now for the question of making new investments in Pfizer. It is selling for about $43 per share. It has a beta of 0.68. You remember that beta measures stock market risk, stock market price risk, and a beta of less than one indicates the stock has been, for the past five years, less risky than the market as a whole. And its stock appreciation has been less than that of the market. For cautious investors, this is a positive sign. Pfizer also projects earnings to increase in the future. Another positive sign. Its dividend yield currently is more than 3.6%. And that yield is above average. And it's likely to increase. All good signs. But there are some other factors to consider. Pfizer's stock price has been trending lower. It did not crash with the overall market declines, but the trend nevertheless is lower. In part, this is due to the apparent easing of the COVID pandemic and some warnings about vaccine. Some new investors would view Pfizer as a vaccine company and a COVID vaccine company, but it is much, much more than that, as we discussed. Perception may be an issue, but over time, the reality of Pfizer's businesses, which are growing, will be recognized. Given the volatile state of the market, I suggest holding off on making new investments in Pfizer as the price could ease down in the near term. I would look for its price to settle reach what it would appear to be a bottom, and maybe even begin to rise a little bit, long before I would suggest buying. So long-term, I see Pfizer as an important healthcare company that we actually need to succeed. I would expect it to provide many of the answers to our healthcare challenges. So my bottom line, don't sell if you own it. Hold off on buying yet, however, if you don't. We will watch this company and continue to offer suggestions on it in the future. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.